everyone, welcome to another episode of Potty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate clash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I don't remember a movie where Meg Ryan meets a guy with poison ivy up his ass. <laughs> On the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. It doesn't matter who wins because they're all losers. <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say... When I was a kid, I fell into a river and a fish bumped me out of the water. I was supposed to die, but a fish bumped me out with its nose. Welcome to Potty Are Time. Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Potty Time. The podcast that has uh, never been wrong ever. We're 100% accurate, and oh, that's just podcast. the facts. The most accurate test. Let's go ahead and start where we always start. Dr. Scientist, what are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I had to delete the quote that Chumslap said because I had to save for later. <laughs> nice. Oh, did you? What's that from? I was watching that movie, and I, I heard, I was like, oh, you just did that one like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Every time I think of a... Or I find a Simpsons one. I'm like, shit, did we say that? I know, right? It's so hard anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I look at the ones I wrote down and like, did I forget to delete it from my list? <laughs> yeah. Uh, good stuff. Oh, well, what did I do, you asked? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I did. Uh, I just played some more Mega Mans because Mega Mans are cool. Still into it, huh? Yeah. I always, always love the the platformer games. Without, uh, you know, saying anything you shouldn't say on, on air here, how are you playing the previous Mega Man games. Have you bought them for a classic system? Or are you no, retroing them for on PlayStation? They sold collections of the old games. Not when you first played them. Oh, when I first played them, NES. No, no, no. I was I was asking for now, but I'll oh. take both. Yeah, you just told us last week. Yeah, they're they're probably on sale. I, I bought them years ago, the collections, and I just re-downloaded them to play them again. Nice. Yeah, it's like fucking. You get ten games for like ten dollars. Yeah. And if you like Mega Man's, definitely worth yeah. it. Should I give it a shot? I never. I feel like I never tried them. Uh, start with two because one's kind of tough. The controls are a little iffy. Start with Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, that one too. <laughs> I still have to play Elden Ring. Yeah, you're right. You play Elden Ring first. At I mean, least if, you, try if you like that, you'll probably like Mega Man because they're hard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, what else did I watch? I still watching Futuramas. Well, you gotta. Yeah, I gotta finish them all before two weeks ago when they came out or whatever. <laughs> oh, you're so far behind, man. Yeah, it's crazy. I, well, you're probably just. You're banking up new episodes, right? Yeah. Because so, yeah, yeah. it's like a weekly thing. Doing. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm doing. Smart. Yeah. Uh, I also watched uh, some more of the new Always Sunnies. Yeah. Yeah. Any stand out that were good? I still think the best ones when they're cursed. Fair. Fair. I don't think. Which ones did I see? I saw the Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul one. Yeah, that was, was the like, last eh. one I watched. It wasn't great. That wasn't that good. It was fine. Mm, I think it was funny when he was just flying around. Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that part was pretty funny. It's like, I got to use the miles or whatever. Yeah. Malcolm and his dad. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm and his dad. Or the one where he's against the playing chess. That one's kind of dumb. Oh, dude. But the end, when the thing just goes wild, <laughs> he makes the best faces, dude. I, I also thought it was funny that Mac didn't get that it was Dennis. <laughs> that part was kind of funny. Even when he tells him everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have the messages. You have John's phone? <laughs> Uh, I, okay. forgot, I I know I've seen it and I forgot about that I watched that one. Yeah. Uh, none of them are really standing out to me. They're just normal. 
Yeah. Always sunny episode so far. Exactly. Although there have been plenty of seasons of It's Always su- Fun. Oh, Jesus. It's Always <laughs> Sunny where I watch it and I'm like, that was whatever. And then I go back and watch it months later. I'm like, okay, this is pretty yeah. good. Like yeah. they haven't lost it. So maybe yeah. I just need a little distance, you know? But I, I guess I have to finish it first. <laughs> yeah. You have to finish one watch through first. Yeah. And um, then because you guys inspired me, oh. I watched Doom. Doom. Yep. Oh, God. Why? Why did you do that? It's so bad. Because it has the rock in it. And that other guy. Chump slaps the rock guy. We can't have two rock guys on this podcast. <laughs> you have two rock guys. I'm uh, sorry. No. Isn't everybody a rock yeah, guy? I thought, I, thought, I thought we'd have three rock guys. Seriously. I mean, I love, you know, Rampage. I love Skyscraper. I love his turn in the Fast and Furious. I love his turn in G.I. Joe. Doom. Jumanji. Fuck, I might be a rock guy. I didn't say Doom was a good movie. But he was good in it. No, it really wasn't that great. It, it just seemed like it was a movie. Uh, maybe I should have listened to you guys talk about it. That was something else. And they're just like, let's just throw Doom on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There wasn't enough hell in it. Yeah. It's like it was a, a futuristic zombie movie that had like the tether to Mars yeah. or the tether to some other planet and there's zombies there. And then they're like, fuck it. Let's just put Doom's name on it. Well, yeah. what about all the hell stuff? Doesn't matter. Just- yeah, we, well, we got this contract to do a Doom thing. So we'll just do that. Yeah. And whatever. And then... uh because it had been a long time since I saw it, I watched PCU again. Oh, you bastard. Does it hold what up? A beautiful, oh, man. Up. All right, just checking. Yeah, it's such a beautiful movie. <laughs> it's been, it's so good. We always quote it. Yeah. I, I put like six or seven quotes in my list throughout the, so for the next year or so you'll oh, hear it. Oh, nice. But uh, it, it has classics. It has uh, David Spade, best John role. Favreau. Mm-hmm. His best role. His best role. <laughs> up there. Uh, God damn, who else is in it? Fucking... The mom from Archer, Jessica Walters. Oh, she's in it? She's the president. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Nice. And uh, who plays Gutter? That's John Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. Who plays um, the main guy? Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. Yep, yep. The old pistol. Back when he was losing his hair before he got the implant. (laughs) It's so good. He must have done some kind of genie's curse. I don't know how else he would have got hair back. Oh, Jake (laughs) Busey. As fucking Mersh and Jerry. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, uh, yeah. one of the Blotter. No, Blotter's the dog. Blotter's the dog. Mersh is Jake Busey. And the other guy's name is Jerry Town. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> the dude with like a little gem coming down from his forehead. Yeah. Like that wow. Good what pull. a great movie. Uh, I didn't exhale. <laughs> Mersh and Jerry Town. Lay off the pipe, man. Can you blow me where the Pampers is? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a quote I have coming up. <laughs> That's a good one. It's fine. Do it later. I'll still laugh. Uh, but it's just such a and It's amazing how much a film from 94, whenever it came out, still kind of holds up. And it's being like a satire on political correctness on college campuses, and it still holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Back before... Because they're not, I well, I mean, it's not like, it doesn't. It's not real. It doesn't give you the impression that PC is bad. No. It's just like a. It gives you the impression that these people are all these different groups and they all have like a common thread. Yeah. Like they're all people and yeah. it's making fun of all these people and all these different groups. But at the end, they're like, let's just fucking chill. Like, let's just party. Let's just relax. Yeah. And then <laughs> David Spade, when he just goes on a rant about all the bad, like. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. one of President the President Garcia Thompson. I shouldn't have sent a woman to do a man's job. Blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, he says some he plays the smarmy asshole, like smarmy Ivy League asshole so well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, because of that movie I know what a blooker is. Yeah, me too. I'll never forget. <laughs> it's a casual shoe for yachting. <laughs> Just let me in, you know it's me. <laughs> but yeah, everybody should watch that movie. PCU. Watch it again. 
Tell me if you think it still holds up. All right, maybe I will. All right, there you go. PCU. Yep. Uh, that's all I did, Papa Scotch. Well, tell me something exciting you did. Okay. I uh, played a little bit more of Call of Duty Zombos, but not too much. Did you get into a, a game with guys that get to level 50 again? No. No, I did not. You'll never do that just, again. I was just upgrading my guns, man. Aren't they always all upgraded? No, no. You got to like level them up so you can unlock attachments. Oh. oh. You didn't play multiplayer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't play multiplayer, so they're not just automatically unlocked because I played with them so much. Right, fair enough. So, yeah, you gotta go roll through that, get the different levels, and then the attachments, like, really help you out. So you have to die a lot with bad weapons until they get good. It's really cool. Yeah, sounds <laughs> it. I'm glad I'm doing it, guys. I'm happy. I'm happy. All right. All right. Cool. Well, at least you're happy, man. Maybe I'll download it and play it again with you. Dude, do it. Yeah. And Dr. Scientist should download it, too, because it's free right now. Not gonna do it. He loves first-person shooters. He always does. He, he hates fun. And then I started playing a game that we discussed on this podcast, but none of us have ever played. I saw it for Man. sale. Ri- no. <laughs> Shellshock. <laughs> no, it's not Shellshock Nam 57. Uh, it was on sale, so I pulled the trigger on Shadow Warrior. Oh, I, I, we were high on that one as far as I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got to the point. Um, I don't know if you guys remember it very much. Not really. A little bit. Not really. Um, it's the one with the assassin guy. He's sent to go buy a sword. And oh, the guy's like, yeah, 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 you need to tell me who I thought it was going to be the guy who was going to buy it. I don't want a lackey and you get in a fight, blah, blah, blah. And you get that Ko- Hoji dude was that a inside you, Venom style. No, I'm no, it wasn't. Okay. I started playing it and it's definitely so the the version I bought was re-released for PS4. And it, it certainly is. It's dated like it, it is dated, mm-hmm. but it's still fun, man. Like it's still fun to slash things and shoot them with submachine guns shoot demons and explode them and blow up barrels next to them nice like if you grew up playing those style of games then it's fun but if if you were like someone that never got into them or have no, like completely foreign to those types of shooters you'd be like this is so old <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i'm enjoying it i got to chapter nine i'm at the point where i've already got the first part of the sword and i'm at the docks to get into the ship to save those two women assassins uh, to get the second don't part. Don't fall for it. They're going to betray you, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, at, I'm just at the point where I'm, like, getting them out. So I'll find the second part pretty soon. Right. right I think it's, nice. I'm on chapter nine, maybe. Mm, sweet. Something like that. But it's fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play through that. And I also do have copies of Shadow Warrior 2 and 3. Ooh. But I don't know if I should just go in and just start Elden Ring and get that. Get that started. Stop being a coward. You'll probably turn it off an hour in. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think you're going to finish it because that's not what you do. I've I've been getting better. I did it. I did go back and finish Infamous 2. Oh, yeah. And I, I do plan on finishing Far Cry Blood Dragon. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. And that that I think is free on I'm PlayStation. I'm going to call you a coward until you play it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to play, play it. Play it, scientist. Spend the money. Yeah. Have you played it? No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, Shadow Warrior, it's a fun, if, if you like those types of games, it's fucking fun. It's fun. I'm going to try. I want to get two and three in the mix too, but we'll see where it goes. Um, but I watched stuff. No. I watched a couple more episodes of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Almost mm. done there. Again, highly recommend it. I just, I spoke a lot about it last week, so right, go right. listen to last week's mm-hmm. episode. Check it out if you like it. The Evil Dead universe. Uh, I also watched, do you guys remember, and I th- think we've talked about it several times, the movie Oculus with the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. So apparently the dude who made that that Mr. Flanagan guy, Mike Flanagan, he 
made a concept version of Oculus, and he called it Oculus Chapter 3, and there was some kind of subtitle name to it, but it's on YouTube now. You can watch it. It's 40 minutes long. It's like a student film or a low-budget film that's very much like Oculus, like stuck in the room with the mirror, and it's cut weird. It's pretty good. If you liked Oculus, you'll like this short one. Maybe I'll check it out. Oculus Chapter 3, it's like 40 minutes long, and it's it's fu- it's good. It was done really well cool. for having no budget at all. And then I also watched a new movie. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of Run, Rabbit, Run? Uh, oh, I did look at it. Didn't, didn't watch, watch it, it though. Nope. I didn't, I didn't think it was that great. Oh, okay. good. So Pass. <laughs> scratch that off the list. Yep. It was basically about a woman who um, she has custody of her kid, but she still has like a relationship with the, with the young girl's father. Like they still talk and you know co-parent and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's not like an evil ex or step parent type thing but the girl one day just her name's mia that's her name and she just keeps saying like no i'm alice like i'm alice and it turns out that the mother had a had a sister named alice who looked very similar to her and it's like is a ghost of alice like who's this alice what's going on with this real alice why does this little girl say she's alice and she keeps wanting to go talk to the her grandmother who has dementia and it's I just didn't think it was that great. I don't think the payoff was worth it. No. Pass. It sounds boring. Yeah, pass on it. But one movie I did or not movie, one series I rewatched, uh Shorzy. I watched Shorzy again because it took like two hours and it's amazing. And you guys should both watch it. More so probably Doctor Scientist. Yeah, I never watched the original series. I didn't watch the either. Letter oh, Kenny. Kenny? Yeah. yeah. You don't have to watch Letter Kenny to watch Shorzy. How not, am I going to know what's happening? There, there's literally one character that has come over and their name is Shorzy. I think they'll tell you enough. It's great. If you like Goon, you'll love Shorzy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I like Goon because of Sean William Scott. Yeah. yeah, but just give it a shot, man. It's two hours long for the whole first season. If you if you watch an episode or two and you're like, no, then I get it. Yeah, but I hate series. You guys know <sighs> this. So You're such a bummer. You're such a bummer. <laughs> I've been told that before. I'll just edit it together so it looks like a movie, and I'll put it on the uh, <laughs> the thing and Fair. trick you into watching it. <laughs> nice. But, all right, so that is all I did for this week of media. How about you there, Sir Chomp Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing over there? I didn't play anything. Cool. I know, right? <laughs> but I did see that Alan Wake Remastered is free, so... I think I'm going to play that because I never even played the first one. Hmm. It's going to be free because the new one's coming out. So. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was waiting for. My only review, like, it feels old. It feels like an older game. But it's fun. It's yeah. it's worth playing. It's creepy. Dude, I love creepy shit. If you liked the vibe of, like, uh, Control, just the vibe of the, the feel of the game, then you'll like this a lot. It's like Twin Peaks and Stephen King had a baby. Ooh. I like, I like one of those things. Yeah. I like babies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Then you'll love this. Yeah. So maybe I'll play that or maybe I'll finish Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. Got a lot on my plate. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Not really. Is that a fat joke? <laughs> but no, you're a busy man. You're in demand. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I watched a couple movies, though. Oh, uh, yeah? Hey, you guys ever see his Project Almanac? Nope. Where uh, a bunch of like high school kids find... A way to tra- time travel. It's, I don't know. It was, I think it was like an MTV movie. It's for like teenagers. So I didn't really like it. Hmm. I was looking for a new time travel movie. They don't make enough of those. No, no, they never do. Yeah. Swing and a miss again. Bummer. Then I watched this one called Butterfly Kisses. Mm, cool. It's about that sounds a, badass. A filmmaker. He's trying to put together a movie found of found footage. Okay. And then there's like a documentary being made of the whole thing. 
you know? So this is the documentary of that guy putting together his found footage, Blair Witch type shit. Okay. And I don't know. It didn't really work. I mean, I'll give them fucking, they tried. It was a swing, but. Mm. It was like a foul tip. Kind of, yeah. But the whole thing's on based on like this stupid ass urban myth. Okay. Where at midnight, you have to stare into this train tunnel without okay. blinking for an entire hour. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <What>? <laughs> yeah. You have to tape your eyes open. <laughs> it's so dumb. And then this guy shows up and he eventually, every time you blink, he gets closer to you in your field of vision. And then until he's right on top of you and you can feel his butterfly kisses. What is this movie? Is this a horror film? <laughs> yeah, it's a horror. Kind of, I don't know. I think you might dig it, Scotty. Well, maybe not dig it, but you, you'd at least find it interesting. But it's so bad. <laughs> You're not really selling it that well. I mean, it's worth a watch because you're like, okay, where are they fucking going with this? And eventually, ugh, no, actually, it's really bad. Because after the guy butterfly kisses you, you disappear and nobody ever remembers you existed. So how do they know it ever happened? I don't know. I, That's a good question. That's a real good question. Unless I'm getting it's, that confused with another movie. How <laughs> the butterfly kisses going to come up? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those uh, gravitas movies it's like a studio that makes like stupid low budget movies yeah yeah you can tell it's low budget because it's like it tries to make play it off like oh this is like a student filmmaker making a documentary about this other shitty filmmaker who's trying to make a movie out of found footage so they're trying to basically make an in-game an in-movie reason of why it looks so yeah, shitty. yeah, it sounds yeah, so yeah. Shitty. i mean res- they respect right like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean they tried it was I don't know. Give it a watch or don't. I don't care. But you should watch watch this last movie I watched. Oh, yeah? The Wraith. The Wraith. Why does that sound so familiar? Is that a skateboarding movie? No. It's a street racer movie. Oh. Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. He comes back as a ghost of some guy who was murdered because there was a gang of street racers that killed this man so their leader could take his girlfriend. It's <laughs> excellent. It's something, dude. Man, you know the whole time what's going on, and it's just like this fucking crazy car, and they're always like, "Well, in this town, this street racer gang can make you race for your pink slip." I don't like they just bully you into it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, they just peer pressure you until you do it. It's so weird, and the cops are like, "Oh, we got to get those kids," but. Yeah, I've know. definitely heard of this movie, and I've heard it referenced, but I I don't think I've ever seen it. But look how young Randy Quaid looks. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. But I don't know. Give it a watch. It's something. It is. I think it's only like eighty two minutes, maybe. But it's fun. It's it's a good time. I won't even say it's a good time, but it's <laughs> it's something. It's I didn't want to say the whole point of the movie to be fun. It was fun. Hey, you said we definitely should watch it. Well, yeah, you're like. You guys, this blows. You gotta see it. It's sadly the best of the three I've talked about. So okay, unless I mean, you like I'll butterfly give it a kisses, shot. Well, I don't think you will. But I don't know. I've what, seen what? shittier movies, dude. I've seen way worse stuff. So yeah, fuck it. I'll put them both on the list. Yeah, fuck it. Drop it in the bowl. You might watch it. Yeah, throw a PCU in that bowl too. Running bowl going. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not responding. because I'm writing. Oh, it that's out. fine. You take your time. You, you write for the bowl. And I don't know, I've, man. I need to find some new movies because. I'm scraping the bottom of the bowl. What you should do is go back to the old podcast and see which one movies Papa Scotch and I talked about you didn't see. 
I know. I always say, oh, that sounds interesting, but then I never fucking listen, watch it. I'm just barely better than you. I make the list and then never watch anything on the list. <laughs> so. Nice. I, I do have one written down. Oh, no, I deleted it. <laughs> it was that sound system one that Scott's talked about a long time ago. Mm. So, oh, yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah. Whatever. Something, something sound system. Brilliant. Bavarian Bavarian sounds. Yeah, that was a fucking weird one. You'd love that. Boy, that's weird. But eh, what are you going to do? That's it. I'm done. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and move into the bloody time vibe check. I'm going to check this vibe right here. All right. We're going with that vibe this week. <laughs> I like it. All right. Every week we talk about vibe stuff. This week we talk about... What do I got here? Oh, yeah. The fucking Activision oh, Jesus Microsoft Christ. Oh, my thing. God. They're doing it. Let it go. <laughs> this thing has more second wins than I don't know. I can't even think of a fucking analogy. Can you just stop talking about it? Rocky. Um, basically, I'll just. I, this is the last time we're talking about it. But oh, it's probably going to happen. This is, it's probably going to happen. It's 99% sure we're going to happen. We've been reporting on this for like a year and a half. And we've said the whole time, it's it's just going to happen. Like, yeah. yeah, the United States doesn't stop monopolies. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically the whole thing was the uh, Activision and Activision Blizzard and Microsoft, their $69 billion deal, they defeated the Federal Trade Commission in court this week. So the Federal Trade Commission has appealed, but oh, it's Jesus. probably... I, I do like it. how they won because they said, oh, we're not going to do anything bad. I'm like, well, you said you're not going to, so well, you win. There you go. There's also like a side story about this in the beginning when this was all popping off. Sony, you remember they used the excuse that, oh, you're going to take away Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this so many times. But it turns out that Sony has now just recently, like today, this news broke that Sony's signing a Call of Duty deal with Microsoft. So Sony believes this is over. Yeah. Basically. So it's all just a way... Microsoft to get more money. That made sense. That's the way it's going to be. What would you do? Yeah, we could have called this. Imagine how much money could have been saved. Like that could have gone to people that don't have homes. Yeah. But now they spend it on court cases for something that was going to happen anyway. No, you can't stop a monopoly in the United States no matter what you try. So why do we even cover it? Yeah. Why do you think? It's a good question. They call it the United States. Good call. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Don't worry about it. Go on. It doesn't be really reach and stretch for it. <laughs> So anyway, also in other news, do you guys remember when that huge uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 leak came out like a year ago? Uh, which one? <laughs> the one with all the, the alpha gameplay footage. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a ton of it on Reddit. It was a huge story. Uh, so the person that did the leak was found, been arrested, and recently they have been deemed unfit to stand trial by psychiatrists. What? How'd he get the leak? It was all an inside job. It was an 18-year-old kid. He's been deemed unfit to stand trial following an assessment by psychiatrists. All that means is his parents are rich. Yeah, yeah. Probably, but it just means that uh, a jury will determine whether he committed the acts as opposed to delivering a more guilty or non-guilty verdict. Okay. Which I don't understand what that means. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Well, he can't be guilty if he is not fit for trial. Well, you still have to go to trial after you are fit. I guess... I don't understand. But it just means his parents have money and they probably paid psychiatrists to say he can't do it right now. Well, uh, in total, he has got 12 charges against him, including three counts of blackmail, two counts of fraud, and six charges under the Computer Misuse Act. This guy's fucked. Oh, my He's God. It's like zero trouble. cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to be allowed near a payphone. <laughs> 
Um, there's also a second unnamed accomplice that uh, has two counts of blackmail, two counts of fraud, and three counts under the Computer Misuse Act, but they are 17, and thusly, their name has not been shared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. then in last news, do you guys remember, we, we've we mentioned a couple recently, such as the Twisted Metal series, which just came out last week? Oh, yeah. It was, oh, I can't believe you forgot about it and didn't watch it. Let me write that down. I know, right? But uh, not talking about Twisted Metal. Do you guys remember how many times we talked about the Borderlands movie that's in production? Yeah. Holy shit. I forgot about that, too. Me, too. You did. It's a film being directed by Eli Roth. Uh, What's his name's in it? Kevin Hart's in it. Ugh. Okay, anyway, the news I'm reporting on. (laughs) Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis are all in this fucking movie. And apparently it is now in post-production hell. The... Guy who was brought in to polish up the script, the, one of the writers from the Last of Us TV series, is trying to get their name removed from it. So, <laughs> oh, that, that's a good sign. That's a great sign. Uh, they actually wrapped principal photography in June 2021. Uh, oh, wow. There's been a whole bunch of um, during the reshoots. pandemic. Yeah, right. There's been reshoots and rewrites for almost for two years now. And uh, the the creator of the uh, the Last of Us co-writer and co-creator Craig Mazin has seemingly decided he doesn't want his name attached. And the, again, this does not have a release date or trailer. They Way finished principal name, photography yeah. <laughs> two years ago. Everybody remember he was on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone will look to this document. They'll be like, well, his name's not on the movie. It's like, yeah, but Plotty Time said it was. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a bummer. Um, I really hope it's good, I guess. It's not going to be. But yeah, obviously not going to be. <laughs> but look, guys, how low are our expectations right now? I it's mean, not going to be. They're not. They're in the oof. I don't know about you, but I have high hopes for everything. Expectations. <laughs> you never do. You're always like, that's going to blow. Yes. Yeah, that's about as high as it gets. That's about as high as it gets, where that might not be terrible, I think, is the highest yeah. hype you'll give anything. Lowered expectations. That's the <clears throat> Dr. Scientist way, and that is all I got for the Plotty Time Vibe Check. So how about we get into the game, guys? How's that sound? Ooh. What game is that? Which is this one? This week, we are going to be talking about the game Metal Arms Glitch in the System. Ooh, it sounds sexy. <laughs> I had never heard of this game until I started looking around on the internet for more games to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I hear most of my games now. <laughs> exactly. It was released November 18th, 2003. The number one song November 18th, 2003. Number one song of the country. Any guesses? Let me give you a hint. We t- we had this exact song three or four weeks ago when we did the episode of 13 because these two released on the same day. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, I fucking, I don't know, man. It, uh, did Bentley sing it last time? Probably. I don't know. Or maybe one of the guest stars. Well, uh, have somebody new sing it, then maybe we'll get I it. I think it was JFK. Okay, let's uh, give a call. I got John Lennon on the line. Hold oh, on. I don't even know what John Lennon sounds like. He the hell's... Oh, okay. oh it's going to be a British accent. It's John Lennon. <laughs> Imagine. Hi, everybody. How are you? Oh, that's not bad. Sounds hey, like John, um, doing a John Lennon impersonation. <laughs> I don't think it does. Imagine. So, John, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. Yellow submarine. <laughs> okay, great. Let's, uh, can you just sing the song, please? Well, of course. <clears throat> Baby, 
baby boy, you stay on my mind. Fulfill my fantasies. Imagine. I think about you all the time. I see you in my dreams. Imagine. Thank you, John Lennon. Uh, Do you guys know what it is? Imagine John Legend. Imagine. No, it's not. I just hung up on John. I couldn't do it. Did you add... Did John add the imagine part? <laughs> yes, he did. He, that's not part of the song. I asked him oh, not right. to fucking improv, and he did it anyway. You know, you can't trust these Beatles. Maybe I, Paul McCartney will I, come on. We'll see. It's true. I did, it sounds familiar like you sang it before. I have no idea. <laughs> the song is Baby Boy by Beyonce featuring Sean Paul. Oh, oh yes. Yes, obviously. I can't believe we didn't get that. Oh, we're not going to know the movie either. <laughs> yes, you will. You got it with the tagline last time. Cat in the hat. It is the cat in the hat. <laughs> wow. Don't mess with the hat was the tagline. Synopsis doesn't matter. We've said it before. Go listen to the episode for 13. <laughs> uh, this day in history, November 18th, 1307, William Tell reportedly shoots an apple off you his son's head. You pick another thing that happened no, on I that day. I used the same one. I used the same one. There has to be at least one other day. That's, no, that's the only thing that ever happened on November 18th. Yes, a slow, slow month, historically. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was released for GameCube, PS2, and Xbox, developed by Swingin' Ape Studios and published by Sierra Entertainment. Swingin' Ape. It is Ape. a single-player campaign, but there's also a multiplayer action-adventure, which turns into a third-person shooter. Oh, interesting. That's pretty cool. Sure. I guess. I picked it this week, so you guys mind if I just hop into Take this? It. or Take it away, Scotchy. All right, so you play the whole game as a robot named Glitch. Oh, I get bad it, name for a robot. It's not a good thing. But you you end up on you're on this planet called Iron Star, and I thought it was very interesting that uh, there's 40 levels in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was on the that. Wikipedia. I was like, what? Okay. But uh, in the first scene ever, you are just a deactivated robot on the planet somewhere, and this uh, robot zombie comes and finds you, which is, I guess, the droid version of a dog. Yeah, yeah. So he comes and finds you, and then you get, you know, fucking patched up. The next thing, you're waking up on an operating table, and we meet one of the best characters in possibly video game history. (laughs) A robot by the name of Krunk, who, (laughs) the first line is, did you fix him? Of course I fucking fixed him! That's the first (laughs) thing out of Krunk's mouth. Oh, yes, that guy's awesome. And I I thought it was really fun. I was like, who the fuck is that? And I looked it up. It's Dan Castellaneta. Homer Simpson himself is voicing this character of Krunk. And uh, he has so many great lines. I wrote down a couple of them. But uh, basically, the whole story is you were a robot. You're named Glitch. You're brought back to life to fight in the droid army uh, against the bad guys who are known as... What do I know? Who are the bad guys? Millbots. Millbots. Doy. I should have wrote that down in the beginning. (laughs) Mills for short. Mills, yep. The Mills and the droids are the war, and the droids have kind of been, uh, they're, they're doing a rebellion. It's not looking good for the droids. Mm. They're basically all stuck in this one droid town that's sort of hidden, and the Mills don't know where it is, but they're looking for them. Right, right. And uh, your memory is completely shot. You have no memory of your whole previous life, which I really thought they'd like unlock that at some point. They don't. No, they, I, I kind of wrote at the end, like, why, what, what the fuck was going on here? Yeah, They planted that seed of like, oh, we're going to re- unlock his memory and, and he's going to learn. So I thought maybe in the beginning it would be like how you get upgrades. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they say like he's a oh he's a wild custom droid. Yeah, basically, you're just uh, injected with memory and forced conscripted into this rebellion. Mm-hmm. 
Pretty much. That's it. That's the game. That's it. Good job. And then you hear an old-timey newsreel that brings you up to speed on this whole thing, <laughs> where there were good times, where the droids were in charge, they were farming iron, they were living a pretty peaceful life. Then there was a lab incident with a guy by the name of Dr. Exavolt. He accidentally, through his fucking robot optimization things, created a guy by the name of General Corrosive. Another bad name. Of course he's going to be bad. Yeah, right. Of course he will. General Corrosive enslaved all the droids, and then all the rest have been pushed into the hidden droid town, and they're they're not looking good. They're being attacked by the millbots. So your first task is to, to fend off the mills who are attacking, but... There's only a handful of them. It's kind of like a scout group, like trying to find you, and they did. So you got to kill them before they get away, basically. Yeah, before they report back. Yeah. <laughs> so you're with these two other robots, and I love this thing where they're like, "Let's do it." It's only it's all on us three. Let's go, and then they blow up almost immediately. Yeah, their names. When the bridge like blows up in front of them. Pretty ominous. Yeah. Screwed, Screwed and hosed. And, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. I didn't even put that together. I'm awesome. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't put that together. What a fun game. So you, uh, you, they die right away, but you keep going. You persevere. You free all the, the droid slaves, and then you end up closing the mine entrance. So it's, they can't get in through the mines. So you get back to your commander, General Alloy, and he says the line, all right, great job, but let's not break out the joy lube just yet. <laughs> Which is, I thought was interesting. I, I thought maybe they'd spa- expand on that, maybe, but no, they don't. No, they you want to know more about Joy Lube? Yeah. I did. Google it. <laughs> I'll send you the <laughs> link. I'm not going to. Okay. And then the, the next mission you have is taking down a mill by the name of Vlax. Uh, he was one of the robots that got away from the Droid Town battle, and he's going to squeal about where the Droid Town is. And I believe Crunk, Crunk calls him a rusty nutted fuck pile here. Mm, something, something like that shit pile i think it was bleeped yeah fuck pile's funnier though yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> fine so you go to quote hit him up at the pass and then you run into moser and he helps you out to the station but then you get knocked out or you both get knocked out and i feel like this is this is our classic single player campaign thing where you get knocked out and wake up somewhere else in captivity yeah, yeah. i can't believe we couldn't get out of this in a robot game. Like, robot people <laughs> still get concussions and have to get voided and out of consciousness. Like, really? Yeah. That one robot sounded like Putty from Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. Moser, this was this was that guy. Yeah, this was yeah, the yeah. tick. Paul Burt. Paul Barton? Paul, Paul Burton, Bart, yeah. Paul Burton. Like that. Putty from Seinfeld. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you guys uh, get out, you escape, and then Moser leads you back to Droid City, and then... I just have the trash talk is great between these robots, and it's fun. It's fun dialogue. I liked how the game was written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you run into Vlax. He won't give up the chip that has the information of where the droid city is, and he's like, I'm sending it to the station with a satellite. And Glitch is like, wait, what station? And Vlax is like, uh, nothing, whatever. Don't worry about what I said about a station. So right there, you're like, where is this hidden evil yeah, base? what's going on? It's pretty smart. And then you have to man a defense cannon, hold off robots. So we got our turret sequence. We're hitting bingo board spots left mm-hmm. and right. For true. In a robot game. <laughs> In a robot game. Even the... I wouldn't have thought getting knocked out would have been the robot. What do I know? <laughs> so you clear out the base, and then you run into Kronk again. He tells you about something called a Morbot and where they've gone or some shit. So you piece it together. <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> or That's what they've said. I, I think that's what they said. Yeah, In the, yeah. I have it in quotes, so it must have been a quote. 
And then you piece it together that it all leads to the space station. And, and this is where Krunk says, it's always something with you fucking bots. <laughs> like, he's fun. I like him. Yeah, good guy. But he heads back to the car and says, all right, we're back at the car. We're going to get out of here. You go get the chip and don't come back without the goddamn chip. So out of nowhere, Vlax jumps out, jumps in the car they were going to take and fucking flies away. And this is where Krunk just goes, oh, fuck me. And then it's like, is there anything else this guy didn't steal from us today? And then you get into a chase sequence. <laughs> so you read up on uh, where Dr. Exavolt is. The next mission is you want to try to sneak in there, save Dr. Exavolt, get him out of captivity, and maybe he'll figure out some kind of way to defeat the Millbots because he created them. Mm-hmm. And then you find out he is in Mill City. So you're going on this huge covert op to but start off by finding a guy by the name of Dr. Shh. <laughs> Great name. Agent yeah. Shh. Or Agent Shh. I don't know why I put Doctor there. But you got to find him first. So you're going through a re- going to go through a real tough Millbot region and they're basically like, all right, General Alloy's like, have fun out there. So you keep going and you find uh, Agent Shush in a back like basically stuck in a flooded area and you just see his eyes behind like a real like gate type thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, Oh, sorry. I'm, I wasn't talking about shush. I was talking about slush. Sorry about that. Oh, so you find the robot by the name of shush slush first. And he's the one that's stuck in the flood area and he talks real fast and he is, he, his robot brain broke somehow, and I think the theory is that he was just left alone for so long. Yeah, stuck in water. He hooks you up with a way through the underground lair, and he runs away after giving you some upgrades, and I, I guess he just went back to Droid City, because that seems like where all these helpers go run off to. Makes mm-hmm. the most sense. And then you continue on, and you now you run into the actual agent. Shh. And he tells you that the mill factory is making spies that look exactly like droid miners. <gasps> Get the fuck out. Not Not little droids. Like droids that go deep into coal mines and get resources. So you need to go undercover and you need to still steal the mill operating system chip. And you figure the whole the whole droids just just they think that if they have the droid intelligence, they can shut down the spy ring and maybe the whole fucking army if they're lucky. Makes sense. So you sneak through with the help of some other bots that have some synchronized testing sequence, which I thought was pretty cool. And then because you got to like there's three robots and they're doing these certain moves. And if they don't do it right, they get destroyed immediately, which I thought was a fun setup to you having to do the moves in the thing. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you rebuild and meet up with another robot who tells you that Captain Conrad was taken to the Millbot Tower. And this is a guy, I think the name of, he had the name of Agent Garb. He was like a preacher type robot. Mm-hmm. Who was the preacher robot on Futurama, Dr. Scientist? Preacher bot? Is that his name? Did that he even have him? Yeah, that was it. All right, there you go, preacher bot. We all know who we're talking about, right? I know who you're talking about. I'm sure all of our fans know. I'm looking at, oh yeah, you're right. Just the name is preacher bot. No Wait, shit. Wait, you, you okay. believe me? No, no, I did not. <laughs> Remember, you don't don't listen to something. Reverend Lionel Preacherbot. Oh. He's a preacher at the Temple of Robotology. He always manages to be on hand to conduct weddings and funerals, no matter how far. <laughs> but yeah, basically like that. So he gives you the information of where to find Dr. Exabalt. He's in a huge tower. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Where else would he be? You get to the tower. You fight your way up the tower, and then you eventually find Dr. Exabalt. He uses his cunning to escape and head to the roof. So you grab him and jump on an escape ship. 
Not fishy at all. Yeah, that's smart. No, it was a little strange. I mean, you could, he was probably just scared, guys. You don't think it's anything nefarious, do you? He probably just ran. He heard explosions, you know? Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't, right? Perfectly normal. Yeah, what else would you do? So, <laughs> you take him back to General Alloy to debrief him and try to find a way to stop General Corrosive. And he's like, oh, guys, I can totally help with this. And everyone's like, oh, this is great. This is fantastic. The, the tide's turning. The war is going in our favor. And then he gets a phone out and goes, hey, General Crows, if I found their spot, it's right here. Come attack them. <laughs> <laughs> that part was kind of funny. Yeah. And I mean, I'm I'm paraphrasing and I'm, I'm using, you know, hyperbole, but I'm not that far off. That's a that's pretty much what he yelled very fast into the phone. Yeah. And then it's an all out assault on Droid Town now. It's being attacked like crazy. You have to run around all the place, all over the place is glitched to hold off the millbots, but eventually it's too much. Glitch gets taken captive by some sort of flying robot. Of course. Yeah. And gets like pulled away like a like a like a chipmunk in a field from an owl. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Then the game shifts a little bit and we get a bunch of scenes of what I assume are like a gladiatorial arena. Yeah. yeah some type of coliseum. You get stuck there for some reason. That's you get stuck there. You. They make droids fight for their amusement. And then uh, Glitch, after a fight, after, I think there's like several fights that you run through as Glitch. And then one of the last one, well, the last one. And then in the last one, Glitch pulls the old, <laughs> I'm just a broken robot disguise and escapes when they throw him out with the trash. Yeah, apparently robots can just break themselves and pretend to be dead. And just slap themselves back together. You'd think if there was a universe where robots could just break themselves out and pretend to be dead, that people would be checking for that. But what do I know? Yeah, well, considering they throw the other ones in like a furnace. <laughs> yeah, they just they don't try to like reprogram or use parts, just right in the furnace. Yep. Typical capitalist bastards. <laughs> just bad resource management. Well, I guess you got to keep those guys mining. You know what I mean? You got to uh, keep the work coming smart. in. So, you know, you get out, Glitch sneaks out. He jumps onto the spaceship, taking Exavolt to the space base that we've heard of before. Right. The Millbot base that's floating in space. Man, that's, that's got to be a rap lyric. I'm going to write that down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just writing that down. Okay. <laughs> so you get on the ship. You fight your way through. Glitch, as he's going through and, and trying to set up the self-destruct button, he finds Zobby, the dog that was, like, taken captive way back in the beginning of the game, and he releases him and, decide, and you know, is able to save him as they set the self-destruct on the base and narrowly get away in an escape pod back to the surface of the planet Iron Star. You're not even going to mention that the space station was behind a fake moon? Oh, no. I forgot all about that. <laughs> that was the coolest part. <laughs> I think it's interesting that they had to hide it behind a fake moon. I mean, the droids didn't even know it was there. I guess it was just well hidden. Yeah, it was behind it. They thought that was the moon, dude. Like forever? Or did the moon just show up one day? Whoa. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's the stuff that keeps me up at night. So uh, the glitch is surveying the wreckage of this space base that has crashed on the planet of Iron Star, and out of this whole pile of, of rubble, General Corrosive arises, and the and the two of you throw down. It's about time. Oh no! And he's like fifty times the size of you, but it doesn't matter because glitch wins, and and all the droids celebrate. And the general says some homophobic stuff. He says, "I'd kiss you, but I don't swing that way," which tells me that these robots fuck, right? <laughs> How else do you right? make baby robots? Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> okay. We're going to, we're, well, I'll do a mini sode where I just get into this topic. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Of how these robots uh, multiply and such and just, you know, really get down with robot stuff. Oh, wow. Then we have a little final exit uh, 
sort of an end credit stinger before that was really a thing where Exavolt is seen in a ship and he's like, ha, whatever, you can't get me. And then he escapes in a ship yeah. from the wreckage. Yeah. So, so he must have got out. Can't wait for Metal Arms too. I'll get you Glitch and all your droid friends. Glitch, please. <laughs> nice. That was pretty good. Props. Have you? Were you sitting on that one for a while? No, I just thought of it right now. 99 problems, but a glitch ain't one. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. And I think we're better people. Definitely more handsome. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, we got through that pretty fast. But uh, let's see what uh, the group here has to say about it in our favorite segment of every week, Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts. Now, Dr. Scientist, you started last week. So Uh, let's start with... You want me to do it again? Yeah, I'll do it. All right. It's my turn. My turn. Okay, it's Chump Slap. Easy. Easy, buddy. So... Uh, did watching this video make you want to have your own metal arms? Oh, yeah. Did the story work for you, or did it just cause more harm? And what score out of 27 stars you think would have enough smarm? Smarm, huh? Well, I think I, I've had worse. Watching this did not make me want to play it, considering it was 40 levels. <laughs> and who's got that time? Right? It's probably like one... 50th the size of Ghost of Tsushima, probably. Yeah, right. But I, I also read that it was actually hard. So a lot of people never finished it. But well, I'll let you know. I, I did buy a copy for PS2. Of course mm. he did. It was very cheap. He'll play that before he plays Elden Ring. <laughs> Maybe now I will. How does that sound? Yeah. What are you going to try to shame him? But did the story work for me? I mean, yeah, sure. It's uh, about one little holdout town that's trying to take down the the oppressive enemies mm-hmm. and I don't like how they didn't tell you what the hell was up with glitch, why he was a special person, why he was unique or whatever, but whatever. Yeah, that's fine. They'll tell you in glitch, please. <laughs> yeah. The sequel is glitch, please. Mm-hmm. They were probably going to do one, but I don't know. Nobody liked this one. The pandemic, man. Yeah. The, the game and now that out you brought up the fucking moon thing. Did it just show up? That just, they erased the memory of all the other robots of just that. And well, they were in a hidden city, maybe. I don't know. No, it doesn't make any sense. Well, fun fact. This property, um, through multiple acquisitions, long story short, is now owned by Blizzard Entertainment. Oh, sweet. So if they wanted to make a sequel, they absolutely could. Well, I'm sure they will when they're done milking all their other assets. I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, I don't know. The story worked for me. It was good enough. So... Well, yeah, I mean, characters were great. People had, I don't know, personalities a little bit. It's pretty good. All right. So, out of 27 stars, I'm going to throw this bad boy. I'm going to give it a six because it had its comedy. It was fun. Personality. Story was okay. So, I'll give it a below average score. It's not below average for me, bud. <laughs> a six, you said? Yeah. Okay. Got Good you. old six. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead then and move over to Dr. Scientist here. All right. Yeah. Um, did watching this video make you want to play Glitch in the System? Did the story work for you, or do you feel like a victim? Ooh. And what score out of 27 stars you'd think you'd give us in all your wisdom? Not bad. I've, well, I've, I've had worse. Well. I've I finally had worse. acknowledge my wisdom. <laughs> So you, you thought that was a good one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay what I play? It looks like something I might have played, but it's just so boring and bland in the environments. I don't think I would have gotten into it too much. Mm-hmm. 
It makes sense. Uh, did the story work for me? Uh, it's just another story of one guy having to do everything to save these things and being a super soldier, and he ends up being the bad guy, and it just so happens they're robots. You say he ended up being a bad guy? No, and he took out the bad guy. I don't know what I was uh, <laughs> I don't know what I just said. <laughs> I don't know what I just said or heard, all right? But uh, it's pretty, I mean, they give the characters some personality, as Chumps Up said, so I'll give them that. But otherwise, it wasn't much better than last week's story-wise, I don't think. So I just gave it four stars. Okay. All right. That's fair. Four stars. It just okay. didn't really do anything. Yeah, it well, certainly feels like a game, or if I had played it back then, I, I could see myself loving it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Remembering it fondly at the time, but that's not what the question is. No. No. By the way, what are the questions? Oh. Uh, then watching this video make you want to shoot some millbots. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Well, the thing that last week you do shoot those commies. I like saying shoot stuff. Okay. Was the story pretty good or was it nil, boss? Ooh. Mm-hmm. And out of 27 stars, how many games, how many this game's where will you toss? Okay. <laughs> I like it. I really like it. Um, did watching this video make me want to play it? I mean, maybe a little bit. But now that I'm playing Shadow Warrior, it it just seems, I, I don't know. Right now, I've, I've just just too many games of nostalgia, like too many games that have a little wonky handling. I need something tighter right now. Right, that could be taken out of context. So, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> Boom about context. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm glad everybody waited for that. So, uh, did watching this video make me want to play it? Um, generally, no. Um, it looked fun. It looked like if I'd gotten into it back then, it'd be sweet. But I just missed the boat, man. Yeah. Um, I I did find this on a list of hidden gems, and I I could see where like the, I feel like the game has a ton of character. Like the characters, the side the side characters are all fun. I fucking loved Kronk. I I loved General Alloy in his like General Patton impersonation. I loved. Uh, Putty, his little, his little jaunt here. Uh, the only thing I didn't love really with the villains, I don't think were evil enough. I think we we should have worked them up a little bit more. Yeah, but it was pretty obvious that that missing scientist was the one who was doing this whole thing. Yeah, it was, that's like when you picked him up, I was like, oh, that's not fishy at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it did telegraph that. I get it. Um, but I still, I still kind of liked it. So, did the story work for me? I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, you're right. It's like, it's a bit too one-man army, but the game never takes itself seriously, ever. Like, it's always saying, talking about the absurdity of the situation you're in, and it's like self-referential. I think it's fun, but uh, my scores aren't going to be that much higher than yours, just because I think we've seen better versions of this. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I see how it would have been very positively reviewed when it came out, but now, looking back, it's... You know, it's not good enough to be like a foundational game, but it's not bad enough to be a complete piece of trash. So my final score out of 27 stars, I'm going to give it an eight. And Ooh. I think a lo- I think General Crunk is doing or Crunk uh, is doing a lot of heavy lifting with that eight. Yeah. Yeah. The personality definitely gave it a lot for me. Which I just love how you're like, is this a kid's game? And he's just swearing <laughs> left and right. Well, it was bleeped out. It was bleeped out, but it was still fucking yeah. funny. I think bleeps in the right contest can be way funnier 
than the actual swear words. Yeah, I will agree with that. But that gives us a final score of 18. And to give you guys an idea of what this holds company with, we had a really, really hard three-peat here from March 30th, April 6th, and April 13th. Atlantis The Lost Tales had a 17. Mm -hmm. Constantine had a 19. And The Mm -hmm. X-Files Resistor Serve had a 17. Yeah. Sounds about right. This is right in there. Yeah. Certainly fits right in that system. It always works. We know that. Yeah. The most accurate is bomb. Honest question for you guys. Does it kind of scare you how good we are at ranking <laughs> these games? Like, are you, do you get scared sometimes? Like maybe you have a superpower? Yeah. No. Yeah, same here. Not scared. No? Okay. No, sometimes I'm just like, of course that's right. Yeah. 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 If this is so perfect. Why would I doubt myself? <laughs> what else could I do in the world? That's also perfect. Probably nothing. Everything. <laughs> this is the only thing. Every, nothing and everything. That's about, that's, that's about. That's what else the have you come ethos. to expect from our answers? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the podcast. You guys just nailed it. What do you guys know? Nothing. Everything. Both and neither. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. That gives us a final score of eighteen. If we got nothing else to say about this, we can just uh, go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Doctor Scientist. Radical Pokemon Every week, we ask Dr. Scientist for one percent guaranteed amazing Pokemon Lock of the Week, and he has never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, I think it's about time we start doing uh, best Pokemons of each type that I haven't talked about yet. Oh, we're out of the legendaries? The oh, three yeah. Three feet of legendaries? Oh, okay. Shit. And we're going to start off with the best normal type Pokemon. Okay. Because, uh, well, normal is just, you know, normal. Mm-hmm. They're uh, weak to fighting moves, of course. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And they're immune to ghosts because that's cool. But anyway, as of Gen 9, there are 133 normal Pokemon. Normal type. Okay. Second most common. And I think the best one of them all is a Pokemon called Ditto. Like from Ghost? Is Ditto and Ghost? From the movie Ghost, yeah. I don't like, know. It's how he says, I love you. Oh, he says, no, it's Ditto. not like that. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Why do you know that? You're talking, about the- <laughs> You're talking about the movie with Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze? You well, know that I, his love language I, is the word Ditto? I don't know how I remember that. Uh, well, I'm talking about the Pokemon that turns itself into other Pokemon <laughs> by rearranging its cell structure. Yeah, he looks like a blob. Yep, and he turns in other Pokemon. Abilities limber. Yeah, and you'll and like imposter. that because he is well known for his ability to fuck any other Pokemon and make an egg. Whoa. Okay. Very virile. Yeah. Right? I mean, that can't include legendaries, right? Well, legendaries can't breed, but any other Pokemon oh, can. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, so if you, you get use, like... You stick a ditto with another Pokemon and you'll get an egg. Interesting. I don't know if that's on your hit squad, but that's definitely in your army. For sure you're going to want that guy. Yeah, he's definitely like an infiltrating assassin type guy. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because, well, at least in the cartoon, whenever he transformed into another Pokemon, he still had that stupid smile on his face. Awesome. So he'd look exactly like him with just that smile. <laughs> that's pretty cool. So if you saw, if you like looked in the, I think you were looking in the mirror and you saw that smile, you know it's the ditto fooling you. Whoa. That's awesome. I love that. I love everything about that. That's pretty neat. That's it. That's Ditto this week. Okay. Well, there you go. Ditto, the one foot tall, 8.8 pound Pokemon that can transform into any other Pokemon. That's going to take us into our favorite segment of every week, which is 
Chomp slaps this or that. This or that. Click <laughs> or clack. Every week we ask Chomp Slap seven different prompts and he has to tell us if it's one thing or a different thing of this <laughs> or of that. If that's you will. A, it's, it's one thing or a different thing. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm good at. Yeah, yeah, maybe. This laugh. week, you're going to get seven prompts. And you're going to have to tell us if the prompt is something you would find at Spencer's Gifts. Okay. Or the name of an actual military weapon. Ooh, okay. This one sounds fun. Weapon or gift? Military weapon or something you'd buy at Spencer's Gifts. All right. Are you ready, Sir Chompslap? Bring it on. All right, here we go. Number one, laser air zooka. <laughs> Spencer's. Cluster bombs. Weapon. The Spencer Repeater. Weapon. Handheld Gadar. <laughs> Spencer's. Grasshopper Cannon. Weapon. Green Laser Kaleidoscope. Spencer's. Black Light Magic Mushroom Poster. <laughs> Spencer's. That has to be a seven out of seven. I know, okay, right? Okay, let's go ahead and check up and uh, tally these results. And, uh. Spencer's killing me. We got a six out of seven oh, there. Which one did he get wrong? Not Black bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you overthought the Spencer repeater. Oh, it's from fuck. Spencer's. You said it was a military weapon. That's the only one you got wrong. So to recap. What does the Spencer repeater do? Fuck if I know. Let's go ahead and <laughs> yeah. check it out. Let's Google that. Let's go ahead and see what we got here. Are you going to oh, do that's it? That's a real. I'm doing it right now. I, I don't. I just see real rifles. See? Yeah, Spencer repeating rifle. I think they're wrong. I think I am 100% right. I mean, I don't see anything at Spencer's Gifts named the Spencer repeater. Yeah, I, all I can see is a rifle from like the Lincoln repeater. Yep. We got to call somebody. This is a moop situation. <laughs> this is a moop situation. We're going to have to call back. Even if I go to their website and Google for Spencer Rifle, there's nothing there. Guys, I think we're going to have to re-edit this and give you a 7 out of 7. What? After all the backlash, <laughs> they finally agreed. <laughs> Unless right, someone can uh, send us a picture of a Spencer Peter at Spencer's. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, this is. I'm going to go ahead and say it's a seven with a possible asterisk, but we're going to need proof to add the asterisk here. That's fine. All right. Well, there we go. Seven out of seven, back on top because he knew weapons versus Spencer's gift stuff. Great job, Sir Chompslap. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anyone has any links to some really cool stuff we could buy at the Spencer's Gifts website, where could they send that email to, Sir Chompslap? Well, you send that to plottytime at gmail.com and I'll read and respond because. I'm good like that. Because he's got a 100% guaranteed reading response rate. At least the first time. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> Get some more AI-generated fan or... Yeah, fan Erotica. Fiction. Erotica, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. He'll read it. He loves it. Oh, yeah. Chump Slap tells us in text how much he loves it. Let's say they want to get to us faster on the socials with weird AI erotica and maybe AI images or more images of something crazy. Where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Threads. Oh, hell yeah. Join, uh, join the revolution over at Threads with us. Anything not Twitter. Yeah, it's, I mean, pretty much the same. <laughs> and uh, stop by Reddit and, uh, you know, say hello. Say what's up. We'd love to hear from you. Always. 
That about does it for us. So, as always, shout out. Oh, sorry. You can go to YouTube, like, and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Go to plantime.com, buy stuff. Shout out to Blade JJ, Dragon, the Slago, Hatman, Luis Guzman. More importantly, than all that, don't talk to scientists. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.